0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the MSP show back here on Blog Talk Radio and uh, actually on SoundCloud now and on your favorite at-home device. So this week, we haven't been on for a, uh, a couple weeks due to uh, some travel and commitments before the end of the year, but we're back on back on track here. And joining us today is Doug Hazelman from Cloudberry, uh, Cloudberry Lab, as, uh, cloudberrylab.com is their website. Now, Doug came... Um, came on my radar through his own podcast, MSP Voice, where he interviews managed service providers and gets them to tell their stories, kind of similar to what we do here on the MSP show, but uh, it's always welcome to have uh, a fellow podcaster joining us. So Doug, welcome to the MSP show and uh, you know, give us, uh, give us the lowdown on uh, your background because you're relatively new to the MSP community.
1: Yeah, Stuart. Thanks for having me on. Um, I am. It, well, I'm coming up on a year now uh, with CloudBerry. It'll be a year in January. So, um, it's been <clears throat> a tremendous year for me learning. Um, just because you know I'm not new to backup, but I am new to managed services um, and kind of and, and the MSP space. So, um, you know, it's it's been a great year of learning. So, previous to CloudBerry, um, I was at Veeam Software for nine and a half years. Um, so a lot of people I know know Veeam, <laughs> so um, it's it's you know it's a it's a great product, great company. Um, but I, I left there, took some time off, and then came over here to CloudBerry to help them, you know, with the idea of helping to build a community um, and and really be kind of the community manager, so to speak. I Maybe mean, my title is VP of Technical Marketing, um, but really, you know, I'm about community. So you'll see me, you know, across a number of different forums, whether it's Reddit or Discord or um, Twitter, you know, all sorts of different areas. And um, several months ago, we launched the podcast, MSP Voice, um, mspvoice.com if you want to listen. But um, the idea there was really to only talk to managed service providers and get their thoughts and opinions on the industry, on their business, you know, tips and tricks for people who are looking to maybe get started, you know, what kind of tools are they using, those types of things, uh, to really be kind of a helpful you know, guide for, for MSPs out there to listen to, um, and pick up some tips and tricks. So it's been going extremely well. Uh, we're up to 28 episodes as of today. So, um, we try to release one every week.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. And I think, you know, a couple of things I want to kind of expand on what you mentioned there. One is uh, the role of a community manager. And then the secondly, about you know what you're doing on the content side. So let's, you know, Cloudberry aside, because I think it's very touch, important to touch on that, and we'll come back to that. Because uh, you, know, you know, again, Cloudberry is relatively new to me, and and I've been in the channel for gee, I had I was about 50 pounds lighter and had a lot more hair when I entered into this community. But Doug, <laughs> you know, as you know, and Ulistic as a company, we're looking at this continuously. You know, we started off being a marketing agency and doing, you know, all this typical stuff that marketing agencies do, um, you know, telesales, telemarketing, postcard, direct mail, all that stuff. And as, you know, 2018 comes to a, a, a rapid close here, 2019 is about to start. I'm looking at, you know, how do we engage in the 2019 environment? And I think you mentioned two key factors there was. Community engagement, as you know, and and being a voice. So let me. Um, I think there's an important lesson for managed service providers to learn here uh, about community involvement. Tell me, you know, how in the short year that you've been doing it, how has that helped CloudBerry, you know, get their name into the into the market? It's, it's got, you know, that it's got have, uh, it's got to move the needle forward a little bit.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I I kind of, I look at it in in two ways. Um, One is what everybody wants is leads, right? That's the the one that's easy to measure. But then the one that's not easy to measure is branding. Um, And so, you know, anytime you engage with the community, especially as a brand representative, which is what I am, um, you know, you have to keep in mind that you are representing the brand. And, you know, what people don't like is when you're, hitting them over the head with your brand message. And, you know, all you ever talk about is Cloudberry, Cloudberry, Cloudberry. Um, you know, you have to engage with them on things that they're talking about, um, you know, and, and, and talk to them. Not sure. If someone has a question about Cloudberry, I'm, I'm definitely going to answer it, but, you know, I don't want to be the, Hey, I'm Cloudberry, you know, like a bull in a china shop, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Um, so you, you have to be kind of, you have to kind of be careful. Um, but I think, you know, even, <clears throat> you know, whether you're, you know, a vendor looking to, you know, engage more with the community, or even an MSP looking to get involved in the community. Um, You know, I I think it's community and engagement is important no matter who you are. Um, Because if you're an MSP, guess what, there's people out there that have are going through the same stuff that you are. Um, you know, you might have a question. There's probably a ton of people who have already gone through it. Um, we'll provide an answer. So, you know, things like, you know, Reddit is, is extremely great for, for posting questions and those types of things. Um, but then there's other forums, you know, as well that you can get involved in Facebook. Um, a lot of Facebook groups targeting MSPs, um, and a lot of very helpful information out there for those too. Um, so, you know, as, like i said i I lurk a lot more than I post <laughs> um you know like it's because i I don't want to just say hey I'm you know and in, interject on every you can't interject on every conversation to say this is you know you know cloudberry this cloudberry that um it, you ha- you have to its it's it's an art so to speak
0: <laughs> and you know and um, i'm not, I'm not sure um who you follow in the in the big my wild world of online marketing and uh, and just marketing in general but i'm a i'm a huge fan of gary vaynerchuk and it's kind of the same message he talks about is you know engaging with you know engaging with the community uh networking and partnering with influencers mm-hmm. to help share to help share and that's kind of what we're doing here like i you you interviewed a, a client of mine dan from nova i learned a bit more i i learned a bit more from you about you I have a you know a certain level of influencer in my community as well. that invite you in. It I think MSPs from a marketing perspective can learn just what we're doing. Uh, and I've talked to clients of mine, uh, Doug, over the, you know the last few weeks about you know starting to do something like this. I know Dan at Nova is, is thinking about doing some sort of dental podcast for technology and mm-hmm. and with the whole the whole idea of educating the dental community on what's important for technology and hopeful what the end goal is that he gets seen as the subject matter expert or the expert in that industry, that people just feel natural to reach out to him, even if it's just a question or for engagement. Mm -hmm. I think that's the end goal you mentioned is leads. Leads are definitely the measurable, the measurable, the input, right? Yes. But, um, you know, I just had a chat with another guy before I got on the phone here of the biggest mistake that managed service providers make. And I think all marketers and sales and business owners make is in 2019, you can't expect instant gratification. This stuff takes time to build up. Like you've been doing it for a year and I'm going to guesstimate that you're probably just starting to see the fruits of that hard work.
1: Oh, definitely. And, you know, it, it, you know, as, as I've been going to events, you know, especially throughout the later part of the year, you know, it's nice to see people say, Hey, I listen to your podcast, you know? Um, So, you know, the the word is getting out there, even though we're not doing a lot to kind of push it. Um, But, you know, the content, like you said, what, what Dan wants to do in, in terms of, of dental and, and, you know, what I'm doing in terms of M- MSPs is, you know, it's important to tailor your message to something that your audience wants to listen to. <laughs> um, you know, cause if we did a, if we did a weekly podcast only about Cloudberry um, I don't know how many people would listen, but doing a weekly podcast, you know, sponsored by Cloudberry with MSPs and interviewing them and, you know, we don't talk about CloudBerry, we just talk about their business and and, and their experiences um, seems to have really resonated pretty well with the MSP community.
0: And, you know, I've been doing this MSP show now for eight years. I took a four year break uh, because I just got so swamped with other things, but, but it, it's been officially online for eight years, but we won't mention the four years of silence in, the, in there, but the, you know, but that's, that's exactly why I started it eight years ago was to bring in MSPs to tell their story because as, as when I was a member of HTG back in the day, what I realized there was peers want to learn from their peers. They, you know, mm-hmm. the ven- the vendor presentations, if they were structured like speeds and feeds, which a lot of them were, they, you know, guys were busy doing their emails and, you know, doing other things and they weren't really paying attention to the vendor speaking. Yeah. But they, when it came down to peers, learning from peers, all attention was on the peers. And I think that's, a I may I applaud you for what you're doing because that's Again, MSPs want to learn from you know successes and and challenges that other MSPs have. And I think that's great that the MSP voice is doing that. And I've actually taken that. You've influenced me a little bit, Doug. Is that I now I host regular panels. I just did one last week with uh, I don't know if they would be considered a, a a competitor to you, but we had three Datto partners on mm-hmm. talking about what they like about working with Datto. We're doing one on Thursday with Fortinet partners. So we're mm-hmm. bringing MSPs in to talk about their experience. I could have very well you know and you know brought in Fortinet and said, Hey, come and talk to me about your solutions. And it would have been a typical boring speeds and feeds. You know, where are UTM firewall, next gen firewall applying, blah, blah 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 blah. Who gives a Who gives a crap type of yeah. thing, right? And but you know they love to hear from Joe at, at GDS in Boston on you know how have you gone to market with Fortinet and learn and mm-hmm. learn from them. I think that's that's key. Anything Anything else you want to add to that part?
1: Um, no, I think it's it's great anytime. You know, like you said, the, the vendors, you know, and and CloudBerry included. Um, when we do webinars, things like that, we, we kind of get bogged down in the speeds and feeds and things like that where, you know, people really just want to hear from customers um, and, and their experiences. So um, sometimes it's hard to get the scheduling down <laughs> to get those customers on, um, but it's definitely an effort that we try to make, um, you know, to, to have customers on um, so that, you know, like you said, you can hear from your peers um, in terms of their experiences with a product um, with a service, you know, it, it's not just the vendor saying, Hey, we're number one. We're great. We're great. We're great.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think that, you know, I think that's that, you know, so the key lesson dog that MSPs can learn from this is, you know, especially going into 2019 and, you know, doing something different. Cause I've, I'm, I have a good friend of mine, Carl Bryan, you probably never heard of him. He, Carl was out in Calgary when I lived out there and, uh, he was a big influencer in my, in my early development. And then Carl taught me this, you know, he said, "Stuart, you're going to make more money being different than trying to be better than your competitors." Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. something, something like this that we're doing now. If you if I was an MSP business owner, I would be starting the Sebring Tech Show. <laughs> now, you know what? You know what? My audience is going to be small, right? You know, because you know how many people live in Sebring—ten thousand people. Right? My audience <laughs> is going to be small. But guess what? When somebody needs tech support in Zebra, and guess who they guess who who guess who comes up, right? Mm-hmm. Or you yeah. could do something like that. You know, the Central Florida Technology Podcast, or something like that, right? Just to to get that on there and talk about and bring in people like you and talk others to talk about some of the challenges with why businesses need reliable cloud backup services, and not necessarily a pitch for CloudBerry, but talk about the challenges that businesses have, and or bring in uh, three of your you know Dan can bring in three of his dental clients and talk about you know how they do. You know, their video surveillance and how they watch, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, their security of their practices. You know, you can, you can, you can do. And and one of the things I learned from Gary Vaynerchuk was this, Doug, is that it's better to document than create. And I think you're, you're a glowing example of that. You know, you're documenting people's journeys. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: (laughs) And you're not, you're not not sitting there creating a bunch of stuff that, you know, may or may not get exposure. So, um, anyway, so, you know, at the, kudos to you. I think, you know, the key left, you know, and this is what I love about these podcasts, Doug, is that we had no idea, you know, I had no idea what I was going to go into until you, you, you talked and it was great because <laughs> it'll just open up a whole thing of ideas for us to talk about is, you know, the importance, you know, and again, I try to tie this around marketing for managed service providers. And I think that's a big, big opportunity mm-hmm. going into 2019 for managed service providers is to really think about. Should should you be hiring a community manager, or at least giving somebody the responsibility of becoming the community manager for your organization? Now, bigger companies shouldn't be a problem, uh, but smaller MSPs—you know, two or three, four people—companies may not have that that ability to do that on a full time. So, what Doug, What can you share with them, at least, you know, two or three tips off the top of your head for a small company, you know, at least to start making inroads in the community?
1: Yeah, well, so, you know, I, so here, here's the interesting thing, right? Community is is, is a different meaning to, depending on who you're talking to, right? So you and I, we're interested in, in talking to the MSP community, right? They're, they're spread out all over, you know, they're, they're, and they, they're varied interests, and they do, you know, each one special at different types of things. If you're an MSP, chances are you need to engage in your local community. Um, you know, like you said, you would have Sebring Tech, right? Yeah. <laughs> for, you know, for, for, for where you live. And You know, and I think that is it's a very different because a lot of that engagement is going to be offline versus online. Um, Now, sure, you can advertise on things like Nextdoor. um, You know, you can do some local targeting and and those types of things. But but in terms of engagement, it's really getting out there and being involved in the community. Um, You know, I know, you know, a lot of the MSPs that I talk to, they're very involved in their local chambers of commerce. Um, you know, they, they volunteer at different organizations and, you know, in, in different types of things. Um, so, you know, and, and some even specialize just on, on nonprofits in their area um, as, as a way to engage. So there's a lot of different ways to in, engage in your local community. And, and that's really what it should be about is even if you're a, a sole proprietor, owner operator, um, you know, you should be <clears throat> out and about in the town. <laughs> you know, you should be visible um, as yourself, not just as as your brand. I mean, you know, sure have, have placemats in the local diner or whatever, but you, you know, you still want to be out and about, you want to be seen, you want people to know who you are. Um, and the best way to do that is to get involved in the local community itself.
0: And, you know, if you ask any one of my competitors from my Calgary days, Doug, that's one of the things that really bothered them about me was, uh, you know, we were everywhere. IT matters was everywhere. Um, and, um, they, they really struggled on how, how I did it. And again, I was like you back in 2001 to 2000. I was, I was. I, it was it wasn't called a community manager back then. It was just a VP of business development. Mm-hmm. But my job, my job was to get the name of the company out into the marketplace with some level of consistency. And you're right, we took. You know, it was a lot of early mornings at the chamber of commerce, a lot of late nights at uh, networking functions, and uh, you know, and the biggest. The biggest, the two big ahas I have from the offline world versus the online world in the offline world is a lot of people don't go to like networking functions because they, they say this, Hey, Stuart, my, um, my target client's not there. Yeah, And I think, (laughs) and I think that's a big mistake to have that mindset because I always tell the story of Mary, the juice plus lady, and I don't know if I shared this story with you, uh, Doug, but Mary was, a you know, the one of these juice plus vitamin type of salespeople. Okay. <laughs> and a, and a lot of people didn't pay any attention to Mary because she was a, n- a network marketer uh, and she sold vitamins. But I got to know her and um, and and made friends with her. And uh, w- what I found, you know, one day I got a phone call from a guy and he, he says, is this Stuart Crawford? I go, yeah. He says, how can I help you? He says, I'm Mary's husband. I'm going, oh my Lord, what did I do? Right. <laughs> and she says, Mary was talking about you last night. He says, you run an IT firm. I said, yes, sir, I do. He says, well, I, I have a 300 person oil and gas company and uh, my, my IT department is not cutting the mustard. I want you to come in and talk to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. No problem. Yeah. From Mary, the juice plus lady, right? Yep. Mary, Mary <laughs> was never going to be a client of mine. Never because it just didn't fit, yeah. but I didn't know who she was married to. And then her f- husband was a CEO of an oil company had all kinds of influence. Actually at the end of it, Doug in in 2008, when we decided to sell the company, we realized that from Mary's influence alone, we netted $1.5 million in new revenue. That's great. But if I would have had the same mindset as other MSPs, I would have discounted Mary's because she's not a target client. (laughs) the, The message is, and I learned this from Bob Berg who wrote the goal giver book. You don't know who is in that 250 person radius that everybody owns everybody knows they have a radius or a library or you know a rolodex of 250 people Mm -hmm. that they that they know you never know who is in that in that center of influence with that person i realized after time of 1.5 million dollars in revenue so the the key is you know in the offline world is you know i always say you have to network your face off yeah like (laughs) That's, you, you don't know who people know. Right. And, you know, and I would get phone calls, Doug. Um, yeah, Stuart, this is Frank, uh, Joe at the chamber of commerce mentioned, I'm going who the heck was Joe, right? (laughs) Like, you know, you, you know, you're well networked when you can't remember who the person was that referred you. Um, you know, but so, you know, a lot we can learn. And then today's world, Doug is, you know, the online world is just an extension to what we do in the offline world.
1: Yep. Exactly.
0: So what other, what other strategies are you guys looking at at CloudBerry to deploy, to build community?
1: Um, like I said, it's, you know, a lot of it's been around MSP voice, the podcast. We're also doing a webinar series. Where we're bringing vendors in to talk to them. Um, and we're looking at developing some content, uh, for the MSP voice blog, um, you know, useful content for MSPs, hopefully by MSPs. Um, sometimes getting an MSP to write some content is uh, a little difficult with their scheduling, but, uh, uh, you know, we'd like to uh, we'd like to highlight some original content from MSPs on the blog. Um, and, you know, that and then, you know, what we've what we've been doing over the last couple of weeks is looking at the event schedule for, for 2019. Um, because, you know, I, just like we talked about online and offline, um, you know, there's still an offline component to to branding um, and to being where the MSPs are. So we're doing up We're going to be doing a number of shows. Um, you know, you where we'll have a physical presence uh, throughout 2019. And I, you know, I think that's important, um, you know, from from our standpoint, for the company to be out there to, to have people see our name um, and and be able to talk to us and, and and meet us, you know, whether they're a customer or a future customer, like you said, networking, it's, it's always important. Um, so, you know, we're going to be doing probably I think almost three times the events in 2019 that we did in 2018. Oh, well, good for you. Uh, so, so I've really been pushing that, that, you know, we need to be out there. Um, you know, we need to be where the MSPs are. Um, so, yeah, you'll, you'll definitely see us out and about um, at shows throughout 2019.
0: And the key thing is, you just mentioned there, is you have to be where the market is, and that's a number. That's another le- important lesson for MFPs here. Is if you're working in the legal, the healthcare, education, whatever vertical market you want to work in, you need to go to where they are. So where do they go for education? Where do they go for their conferences? And I always say, Doug, uh, you know, and and people like Arnie Belidia probably get mad at me for saying this. Is that you need to cut out two or three MFP conferences, and replace them with target market conferences, like. Going to uh, we you know I don't know if you know Blake Schwank with Colorado Computer Support, but I used to vaca- I used to winter in Myrtle Beach before I moved to Florida, and there was an event there I, I think it was called School Dudes, which was a mm-hmm. PSA PSA for the education market, and Blake used to send a team of people there to Myrtle Beach every year to go to the School Dudes conference because that's where the educators were, and mm-hmm. I think that's you 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 have to go to where you have to go to where your market is. And that's, that's very, very important for, the, for a lot of MSPs is, you know, sometimes you can't sit back and wait for the phone ring. And if you want to get known, you have to go to where your audience is. And I yeah. think that's a very important play for Cloudberry too. And something that I really need to get, do a better job at too, because I've been neglecting uh, conferences of, of our own <laughs> just because the fact is I've been just so busy with other things that and I've been trying to do my own. Yeah. And okay. uh, it's, it's hard. It's, you know, it's really hard to build your own conferences. So tr- tell me about yeah. it. You know, yeah. it's it's a lot of stress. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes I like, I like it nation because for you and I, I can go up there, I can go up there in the morning, you know, sit in the bar at the, uh, at the hotel and meet with all my clients in one day yeah. without having to you know, hop on a plane and fly over the country. Um, <laughs> and then I can, you know, send an email. Hey, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy drinks at the bar from four to six and people start coming, right. Uh, without actually having to, Buy a booth at IT Nation. Yeah. Now, one of these days, Arnie's going to catch on to that and probably kick me out of the hotel. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, but it's, but, you know, that, you know, that's an example of going to the market. And I think that's very, very important that you have to realize where your market is. And, um, you know, what was it? Wayne Gretzky said, you have to skate to where the puck's going to be, not where it's at now.
1: Yes. Something like that. I'll, I'll leave it up. To, like I'll leave it up to the Canadian hockey expert on that. There you
0: go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, Doug, you know, and it wouldn't be would be fair to have you on. And, and we had a great chat about, you know, some very basic things about marketing. But tell me a little bit about CloudBerry. What is it that CloudBerry does?
1: Sure. So CloudBerry, um, we provide software for cloud based for, for cloud backup, I, I guess is the easiest way to say it. Uh, so from an MSP perspective, we have a centralized um, software as a service so you just go to a web browser um, you know you load in your customers you deploy our backup agent at their customer site and then you connect them with cloud-based storage and as one of the unique things about CloudBerry is we don't have our own data centers, we don't have our own storage, we allow you to use whatever storage works best for you and your customers. So we support over 30 different cloud storage providers, You know, including the big ones, S3, Azure, Google, um, but also very popular as Wasabi and, and, and Backblaze and some others. Um, and so that allows from an, uh, for, for the MSP to really choose what storage is going to work best for them and their customers, not just on technology, but also sometimes on price, because some of these, some of the options are, are cheaper than than others. Um, and so it really gives a lot of flexibility for the MSPs to say, hey, you know, for these clients, you know, I need, they need all these features, so we're going to go S, you know, we're going full S3 and, and doing all these different types of things, but maybe for some of my much smaller price conscious customers. They don't need all, they don't need the whiz bang features. Um, so I'll put them on something like Wasabi or Backblaze, which is, you know, cheaper um, than, than S3 and and then they can budget accordingly. Um, and then, so as the backups are occurring, the data goes directly from the customer site to the cloud. It doesn't pass through Cloudberry. We don't, you know, we don't look at the data. We don't see it. Uh, so from, you know, HIPAA compliance, you know, as long as you're going to a HIPAA compliant cloud, you're good. We don't have to collaborate ourselves. We don't have to be HIPAA compliant because we're not storing the data. Um, we're not we're not touching the data other than to send it to the cloud. So we, it's, it's fully encrypted from at rest, in flight, um, all those types of things. Um, and we support Windows, Linux, Mac in terms of the client side. We have support for Office 365 and G Suite. So if you've got customers on Office 365, um, you want to back up their email. Applications for uh, support for applications like SQL as well as Microsoft Exchange, um, even even virtualization support to do host level backups of virtual machines. So we we pretty much cover the entire gamut of you know what needs of the data that needs to be backed up and and where to put it, um, and then we're continually making improvements and adding features uh, as we go forward.
0: Awesome, great. And uh, one of the things you mentioned, I you mentioned a few uh, a few seconds ago too, Doug, that I uh, failed to hop on. If you uh, as you get that blo- as you get that blog going and uh need some content i would be more than happy to as part of our service for our clients write that content for you because i know our co- our clients wouldn't be able you no know, may not have the resources mm-hmm. to do them themselves and that's that's again that's what ulistic does we are you know part of their content management platform so we help them with all that kind of stuff and you know one of the things i encourage a lot of people to hop on doug's offer there but writing content for his blog because the fact is that it helps with uh their own organic seo which is uh Something that's near and dear to my heart, Doug. Sorry, uh, but... You know, hey, you know what? I want to take. I know you got a, a hard stop coming up here, and I want to be respected of that. Uh, so, you know what? I want to thank you for taking uh, taking some time out of your morning to come and talk to us here on uh, the the MFP show. And uh, I wish you a very um, happy holiday season and the best uh, for you and Cloudberry going into 2019. And you know, since we live so close together, we're still got to get together and uh, yeah, we do camp or something for lunch or something like that one of these <laughs> days. Definitely.
1: So we'll. uh, <clears throat> maybe arcadia it's kind of halfway in between right there you go
0: watchula, watchula or something like that yeah uh you know hey folks uh, check out cloudberrylabs.com if you want to learn more about uh you know cloudberry and doug mspvoice.com that's the uh the podcast yep. website mm-hmm. yes it is and if you're uh, interested in uh being a guest on uh, the msp show or msp voice make sure you reach out to doug and i we always like to tell people's uh, stories and uh, and you uh, know again as mentioned uh MSPs learn, from, learn better for other MSPs. So uh, now you've got two great platforms to uh, get some valuable information. Doug, again, thanks again for joining us, uh, folks. Um, Thank you, Stuart. Coming up, uh, we, we have uh, the folks from the Dental Integrators Association joining us uh, in the next couple of weeks for another uh, MSP show, probably in the new year. We have our uh, Fortinet uh, roundtable that should be up on the MSP show website or uh, Blog Talk Radio website here shortly uh, with Joe Young, uh, Ernie Sherman, and Adam from Discovery IT in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, so stay tuned for that. All kinds of great content coming your way. If there's any content ideas or things that you'd like to see, reach out to uh, reach out to us. Uh, info at holistic.com is the best way to reach us. And, uh, you know, you can take Doug's inv- invite and uh, reach out to about the MSP show. Thanks again, everyone, or the uh, MSP voice. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you in future uh, versions of the, or editions of the MSP show. Thanks again, everyone.
1: Thanks, Stuart.